You know what I've realized too, uh, speaking of comedy, like talking about comedy, yeah. is that now Drew and I will be talking about in- important things or interesting things for comedy and we'll go, oh, write it down, write it down. We got to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. Literally, <laughs> we're, hear about this. we're driving over to the studio today and we're like, no, 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 stop talking. Stop, yeah, stop, 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 stop. stop. Get, Wait don't for get into it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Love and Comedy Podcast, where two stand-up comics talk pursuing love while pursuing a career in stand-up comedy. Twist, your comedian host, happened to be married. I'm one of your hosts, Aurora Singh. And I'm your other host, Drew Schaefer. I'm the wife. I'm the husband. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like a... Why did I go twangy? I don't know. And I'm the husband who's got the truck. Oh, God. This is going to be a weird episode. (laughs) Uh, we are recording live. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not live, but we are alive. Uh, we are alive. We are alive. We Where are, are we? At the Comedy Spot Studios in Sacramento. Sacramento Comedy Spot. Thanks, mm-hmm. you guys, for letting us Thank use your you. studio. My God, look at us stuffing we look it up. so much nicer on uh, I here. know. I know. If you get a chance, if you're listening to this, you are missing out. We look so fantastic. We have like a nicer camera. It's, and it's the same speaker. It's the same mics. Yeah, we couldn't figure out how to set up the mics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Comedy Spot is Sacramento's improv, sketch, and comedy destination. And the, they were nice enough to support us yeah. and let us use their studio. So yeah. a nonprofit. A nonprofit. So yes. That's pretty cool, too. Come, so. come to their shows. They're so good. And they're yeah. such good people. I like that he didn't ask us to do this, but we're like, we're going to do gonna it. We're going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we, love, we love Brian, who runs and owns this place. So. It's so cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> our theme today, uh, we're going to cover some of our listener questions. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, because at the end of every episode, we always say, you know, send us your questions. We want to know what you're asking. And like some of them are like comedy questions that we're going to dive into at some point. And some are just so much fun that we're like, OK, like, let's answer these questions. Yeah, we just like needed to dive in. Like a grab bag episode of just like, yeah, these are fun. Let's show our personality a little bit with the some answers. only thing is that i'm a little sad because there's so what? many good questions oh yeah and so there's no way we're going to cover all of them so but this is just the little tip of the iceberg yeah and you will hear some of these questions again with future guests definitely yeah because they're so good we want to hear like different perspectives and experiences and oh, opinions sure. so this is just drew and i answering listeners questions yeah it's gonna be fun but yeah well i'm excited Let's do it. Let's do, do let's, it. Let's, let's get, dive in. Let's get started. <laughs> All right. Our first question today. Ah, ah. Uh, this one comes from Abby. Okay. And this is a this is like a fun question. It's not specific to yeah, comedy or love. It's just fun. It's a fun question. It's like one of those party questions. Like how how like how do I get to know you? And it, this is the question. Yeah, an ice I think it's called an icebreaker. Icebreaker? Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. Imagine with global warming, someday that's going to be like a sad way to be say like, it. what's ice? Yeah, they're going to be like, what's ice? <laughs> it's that's be not the, it's for, that's for a different podcast. Anyways. All right. Listen to my other podcast. <laughs> the last time it was the alpha. Now it's going to oh, be God. my environmental podcast, Save the Polar Bears with Paul. I don't know. I was just going to do peas. Protect was, the polar bears. All right. That was no, so that was creative. Dumb. No, that was so creative. Uh, speaking of creative, our question today, our first question is, what actor would play you in a movie? Okay. I did not think of an answer. Also, who's the question by? Uh, it's by Abby. I Abby. said that. Oh, yeah. you did? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I am waiting for my coffee to kick in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Abby, thank you for Abby, the question. Abby, thank you. Okay. Um, my answer is one that I didn't think of too hard, and I can't remember her name. Oh. J- uh, J- wow, Janelle. The- Janelle James. No, <laughs> from the Good Place. Oh, oh. Um, what's her J- name? Jamila. 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 Jamil. No, that's have to edit around this. Oh no. <laughs> My answer is her from the Good Place. Um, or twist. Oh, you know who would be really good. Yeah, Jamila Jamil. Oh, Jamila Jamil. <laughs> J- Jamila okay. Jamil. Okay, if you're watching place. this, I'll figure out how to put a picture of her up. Yeah. But Jam- Jamila Jamil, she is so funny. She's tall. She's beautiful. 
She's Indian. Yep. She's British? Question she mark? is British. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she um, is. Yeah. So so I would love for her to play me in a movie because I think she could get like the comedic timing right. Oh, yeah. Of my personality. For sure. And also like my hotness. <laughs> there is no also, ego in this relationship because you have it all. And I assume that I would look like her if I had bangs. I could see that. You think so? I can see it. I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. Yeah. We'll post. We'll put one somewhere. Drew will figure out how to edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> tech. Tech guy for the win. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be good. And then uh, what? Would, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask you to keep with yours. Um, what part of your life would you want made into a movie? Oh, yes. I this. Yeah. This is a good piggyback question. I would want the story of like all of my exes. Okay. Yeah. So she's just dating through the exes and these things keep happening. Yeah, exactly. I could see that as a rom-com. A rom-com movie or like a series, you think? I, I think a movie. A movie? I think when you have like a definite like three acts and then a good happy conclusion, I think that's sort of like, that's, that's a it? movie. Yeah. Okay. Versus the- a TV show, like if you were dating a hundred people and yeah. they all kept having unfortunate incidences. I could, I, cause I could also see it as like a comedy show, like a series. Yeah. And have three seasons on each X. Oh, wow. You see what you would I'm saying? Get, you'd give a season to each of your exes? Yeah. That's, that's some love. That's some, <laughs> I, I feel a little jealous. No, that. that's some pettiness. <laughs> I want to show how you terrible want to describe each every one was. single, yeah. Yeah, I want every like, detail. They might have just cheated on you once, but you're going to show like 13 yeah. episodes of them slowly emotionally cheating, oh, yeah. then physically, yeah. then lying to you, yeah. breaking up with you, you finding out. Oh, yeah. I, Okay, maybe I'm actually pitching this pretty That's well. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, episode See? six is the episode where they break it to you that they have been cheating on you. Yeah. And then yeah. seven's when. And then the finale is when I find out the bad things happen to him. Yeah. Because something bad happens to each of my exes. And then, yeah, the cliffhanger every every season's like, it's almost like, like Dexter. Like, yeah. is she going to get caught by the police this season? Every and I never season. do. Or like you, like you on Netflix. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always like, oh, 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 oh. oh I'll don't wrap give it up. away. Don't give it. Don't give any spoilers. No, no, no. Watch you on Netflix. Listen to this podcast first. But yeah, yeah, listen to yeah, us yeah. while you watch you. We're going to turn into a you review podcast. Okay. What? Who's your celebrity? Uh, So mine, I know he's not famous enough, but I'll say some of his roles so people know. Uh, Jack McBrayer. No idea. No clue. Uh, he played Kenneth on Thirty Rock. Kenneth oh yeah, the page. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I've been compared 100%. to him so much. Like on stage and in real life, I'm very like kind of naive and sweet and innocent. Grew up in a smaller town, sheltered, and like he brings that energy in every movie and TV show I've seen him in. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is my favorite yeah. movie. And he's who was he in Forgetting Sarah he, Marshall? He literally plays a newlywed on his honeymoon with his wife, and he's never had sex before. Wait, is that when he's married to Flo from Progressive? No. Oh, okay. No, um, no, she's not in that one. There's somebody who she's looks like something. Flo. She's in something though, in one of those beach retreat married yeah. movies. Uh, the, she's in the Heartbreak Kid with no, Ben Stiller. Yeah, there's she a is. different one. Okay, there's a different one I'm thinking of when she's on. Maybe it's that one. I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, in Mexico, the Heartbreak Kid, she's in that one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, so in Friggin' Sir Marshall, just married, never had sex, all that. And he's like trying to learn how to have sex with his wife, who's <laughs> obviously had it before and is like promiscuous. And Russell Brand's like showing him moves and stuff like that. Okay, so what part of your life would this be? Would they make into a movie with this guy from 30 Rock. What's his name? Uh, Jack McBrayer. Jack McBrayer. And I think honestly, like the most interesting time of my life might have been when I was a teacher. Like it was only a year and a half, but I feel like there's so many adventures and misadventures, whether it was me drunk teaching Mm. or the kids being mean to me and me roasting them or... Like just in general, like just like your sweet innocence, yeah, your like, optimism. He would he would play that. He would play it so well, like showing up, like over eager. Yeah, is he too old? I mean, is he too old now? He's getting too old now. Yeah, probably to be I, your twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, he couldn't play himself? me at that point. Like if if we had him when he was twenty-one, he would be. Oh my god, fit. so perfect! Like showing up optimistic for the future of education like oh my god i'm gonna change the world i'm gonna make it so much better and just seeing it like 
go down the shutter, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think he would play me so well. And like, if I think that's a good fit, if if he ever like commits a murder or something and needs somebody to play him in the docuseries, me, you know, what's wild What is like that. So like your guy, what's his name? Uh, Jack McBrayer. I'm terrible with names. That's okay. And my girl, Jamil. Yeah. Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil and Jack McBrayer. Yeah, I don't know if it's Briar or Briar. I'm like, <laughs> so he's, would they he's ever, gonna listen and be like, I was gonna play you, but so now. like, like here's what I'm saying: picturing both of them together in a marriage. That'd be interesting. That's what people probably think of us. I mean, Holy I can see that. Shit. Yeah, like when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Like we had people on Instagram. We were like, who would play us? And like the combinations. I'm like, that would be very interesting. Yeah, in a marriage, yeah. right? Like you think about like. I can't imagine them getting married. No. Uh, some, yeah. Somebody said um, Jessica Williams, the girl from Two Dope Queens, yeah. would be you. And yeah. I would be Chris Gethard. Gethard. Uh-huh. Um, and he's very, like, he did a whole, like, comedy special about suicide. And he's very, like, awkward. And he does a lot of characters that are awkward. And it's, like, looking at those two, I'm like, that would be hilarious to watch. Hilarious and, to watch them in, like, a rom-com? In a rom-com, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's us. That's us. So when people see us, it's like, that's what they're imagining. They're like, Aurora, who's this like... And they're trying to make sense of it. It it doesn't make sense. Because I was always trying to think of like, what would make... Like, what do people think when they see us? Yeah. And I'm like, do they see us as Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson? But I'm like, there's (laughs) no way that they see us as that. Wait, I just want this to be the clip. Just (laughs) Aurora calls through Pete Davidson. Yeah. I, I mean, I got that. I got that BDE. What is... Oh, BD. I almost said BDE. what is... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, big, big no, energy. Big, yeah, big energy. Big, big energy, yeah. yeah that's no, what, I just what feel says. like... I just feel like I've, I've been trying to, like, picture it, it... Like, picture it so I can understand people's, like, confusion or curiosity. Yeah. And But now I get it. Like, get picturing it. these two crazy different yeah, characters. It's, it's like these personalities do not belong together. How? No, they don't. And so that's... They yeah, don't. That's what people see. We don't. We don't. <laughs> God. That was so dark. That's yeah. I didn't mean that. I want to like just play that with like it goes like black and white and then like slow and pause. Yeah. This was the moment, everybody. Oh well, that's hilarious. I would watch that movie. I would watch yeah. Jamila and the white Jack, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Canceled. I feel like that's fitting for us too. Like it's like Aurora and her husband. Wow. Right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we honestly got a lot of questions about comedy. Yeah, so I, many more th- about so comedy more. than love, which, I mean, that makes sense. It's yeah, like, yeah, we're comedians. Yeah, I, we're not known for being relationship experts. <laughs> Hopefully just, not. We just are by experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but we did get a couple questions for love. Okay. Um. So our first one comes from Ben Rice. Yeah. Who is a comic, show producer. Um. A, what, what, what did he, what is he like? He's a, what was his thing he likes to be called? What the the pod median? Oh no no no! The he, pod producer. So he hosts two podcasts. Yes. He also is a comic. Yes. He also is married to a comic. Yes. He also um, I don't know why I'm saying all his credits right now. He's gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be on. Yeah, we're gonna have him and his wife <laughs> and his on wife. an episode. Yeah. Anyways, Ben Rice asks. Oh, hold on, my thing went away. Ben Rice asks, "How long until the? <laughs> how long until this path divides you against each other?" Or has it already happened? Ooh, Ooh. drama. And I'm assuming he's referring to the podcast because he did respond to our Instagram. So it's about the podcast. Like no, how- I think he means like comedy. Oh, comedy. Yeah, I think he means like obviously with him and his wife also both being stand-up comedians. Mm. Like how long until both of us pursuing stand-up comedy divides us against each well, other? Well, how am I supposed to predict the future? I mean, but yeah, like, that's what the question is. Like, okay. do you think that's something? Like, could there be something that happens? Like, if you suddenly got a Netflix special, you were on The Late Show, and I was still just doing open mics and bar shows? Like, Okay, well, you answer first. Since, yeah, now that I'm going down there, yeah, like, would that divide us? I don't think so. I think the only way it would divide us is if, like, one of us was working our tail off and the other wasn't. And then the one who wasn't working was just like, oh, well, you're going to be on Netflix. So can you like just introduce me to everybody and get me a spot and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you haven't written a new joke in five years. Yeah. Why would I take you with me? Like, 
Yeah, if one of us was just trying to literally ride the coattails without doing any of the work, I think that would be like, I for think that, me. Yeah, that would be tough to carry the other yeah. without the other person like just dead weight. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's like. That would be where for me, I'd be like, oh, it feel, it's like an awkward conversation. Like yeah. if one of us was wildly funny and the other wasn't like I know some comedians where like they're married to somebody not as funny as they are. Mm. And it's like, oh, say stop. their names. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, at that point, like, I don't think I could find it in my conscious conscience to be like, yeah, I'm going to bring you with me on the road and you're going to do all this and I'm going to pretend you're as good as good as me or like vice versa. I don't think it would, you would be either. a very awkward conversation. Yeah. And that would probably be the end of it. Right. But that's like yeah. hopefully something you would figure out way before you got married and started a podcast. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, both of us have been working hard. We're both like at a similar point, just in different like different outcomes. But like both of us comfortably, if tomorrow or like right now somebody's like hey can you go do 30 minutes we'd be like yeah what's up where yeah we could bring the other person in confidently yeah like both of us know that so on the trajectory that we're on i would agree god this is such a boring conversation because it's boring when we agree it is we need some controversy but but i do agree that like at this point in the conversation like where we are in our trajectory I don't see it being divisive. Like, I don't see the podcast being divisive. I don't see our careers being divisive because there are like ebbs and flows to our careers. Yeah. And there's points where you are doing better than me and there's points where I'm doing better than you. And I feel like we just keep like we're just, you know, we just talked about this on the last episode. Like we're, we're competitive. But like if one of us is doing better, the other person's like, Okay, shoot, I need to put in more work. Yeah. And the person that's doing better is like, come on, come on, come let's, on, come let's, on go. let's go. Come on, yeah. let's ca- catch up. Oh, because, for sure. Because I don't think either of us want to have that conversation of no. like, you need to pick up the slack. So we're like, come yeah. on, put it like, yeah, let's do something, bud. It does make me think of that one time when we were driving to one of your shows, you were driving and you were like freaking out. You're like, I'm not funny. I'm not funny. I was like, what do you think I would be with you if you weren't funny? Oh my And like, I was trying to say it as like a, oh, like I'm being supportive and like pumping you up and then all you took it as was I was like oh so if I'm not funny tonight then you won't be with me yeah I was like <laughs> no I was like why how did how did you take it there men no that's... you were like how did you figure that out <laughs> she saw through it I was trying so hard and she just saw right through it <laughs> but it's no it's it, I don't think I think we'll be fine yeah I feel like we're both so stubborn and and passionate about what we do it's like we're passionate but we're also stubborn like if we weren't stubborn there's no if comedians weren't stubborn there's no way that they would be where they're at because like they're like well i'm just gonna do better the next time stubborn and a little delusional yeah like i even remember like maybe four or five years ago we talked about it we're like if we're not somewhere in comedy by 30 let's quit and now 32 and 31 i'm like and we're still nowhere and we're still doing still, it. Yeah, we're like still <laughs> aggressively pursuing it. Like yeah, losing money sometimes just to do a show yeah, somewhere. Not as much, though. Not as much. We've we're gotten to- so much. We, we are very fortunate that we have been put into this position where we can start making exactly you know we're we're not losing as much. But in yeah. the beginning, holy moly, you lose so much. It's so like people you don't really. To. Yeah. You don't realize like, it. Yeah, you don't realize it. You're like, oh, I have to drive two hours to do this open mic mm. to see the right people who will yeah, book me. Not even a show. It's like, yeah, for us being oh in Sacramento, people are like, like we run into people from the Bay at shows and they're like, oh, I've never seen you before. It's like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to drive two hours to do a free open mic yeah. that has five people in the audience, maybe. Like, you just get to a point where it's just not, you just can't. Yeah, at some and you point, don't yeah. have to, right? Er- early yeah. on. You got to take those risks just to meet a new audience and all that stuff. But now, no. No. That's so wild. So I'm glad that we agree on that. Um, What's the other question? I can't remember. Oh, 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 oh. I have it. Oh, and also we should mention, has it already happened? What's that? Where we've like gotten upset over, over like 
comedy or anything? And I'm going to say absolutely yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked. We talked. Should I say no just to cause trouble? (laughs) No, we are perfect. Yeah, we're perfect. We've never fought over anything related to comedy. Did we mention in our first episode what what happened the last two times? I think so. Somebody somebody was like, hey, it's so interesting. You guys said this is your third time trying to podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So that's the example is that this is the third time and the other two is... Almost we devastated almost broke us. us up both yeah. times. Yeah. And speaking of almost breaking up, we've almost broken up multiple times. Yeah. we've How many times have we moved? I would say <laughs> at least eight times we've moved. Yeah. And I would say every single time. Seven of the eight, we've almost broken up. Seven but of the eight. The only time was when we hired a, a moving a company. A moving company. That's the yeah. lesson. But literally, like, it was seven out of the eight. You and I were like, this isn't gonna work out (laughs) yeah i think it's so healthy to have that moment of like this could be over it's like it's like a car sale like Like, when they're like you have the power to walk away and they will try harder you always have the power to walk away right and i think seven out of eight times we're like we're done yeah and then we just just holding a box that i think belongs in the kitchen you think should go in the bedroom and Uh, we're just like no uh, how did we handle that aurora does all the unpacking yeah it's a good solution everybody (laughs) our our next question is from rory Yay, Rory. Um, she says she wants to know, do you think you would be together if neither of you did stand up or if only one did? <gasps> wow. I, let's this, let's this start a- with neither. Let's both have our perspective on neither and then do one if only one of us. Did. OK, so if neither, neither of, us of us did stand up, do you think we would still be together? Now, I, I want to do it from two perspectives. Number one perspective, if neither of us did stand-up comedy, there's no way in hell we would have met. So I'll start with that. Oh, okay. No, that's true. What social circles did we share? What activities did we share? Like, there was nothing that we would have bumped into each other. Like, I knew one of your friends from a charity speed dating thing I went to in college. You didn't know her, though. I mean, yeah, I I met her. And then, yeah, yeah. then my friend who was with me threw away my card so I didn't get any of the phone numbers because he didn't want me to get the girl he liked. All right, well... Yeah, Relax. F him. F him. <laughs> he threw a make card, and then yeah. Are you? I'm sorry. Are you upset that that didn't work out? Yeah, with I'm my so friend? upset with your friend. Yeah, how things would have been different. I'm sure the podcast with her would have been so different. Yeah, it would have been about running. <laughs> running you guys would have yep. been sweaty. We would have just yeah. Ew. We been, ew. Could you imagine a podcast where you run and podcast the whole time? That sounds disgusting. Honestly, that I'm sounds so it. gross. The next episode, you can, we'll, we'll I'll remote I'll be driving in. the car. Yeah, we'll be remoting in and yeah. I'll okay. Just, okay. Sorry. Jeez. So if neither of us did. The di- the digression. You just, fun. you thought about my friend and you just digressed. I just, I had to go down that okay. road. Okay. Yeah. So what is it? Uh, so if neither of us had ever done it, no, we wouldn't have met. If right now we decided, oh, we're not doing stand up anymore. I think at this point we know more about each other and love each other enough that we'd still be together. I think it would definitely be something to navigate through. Yeah. But what about like how, what's that? What then becomes our healthy outlet for stress and having fun? Mm. Like that's where it's like, yeah, we would have to figure it out. Like, I think one thing that we both like really admire about the other is the like passion and work yeah. ethic. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if we didn't do stand up. Where where would we put our passion and Ooh. like effort? That would be because like I I'm a I am attracted to someone who's like goal driven, working hard, constantly improving ambitious, themselves. Ambitious. Yep. Oh, ambitious. That's that's the why word. I have that joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. your ambition is admirable. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, like yeah. my pickup line. Like, yeah. So it's like I. That's why I think if we didn't do stand up, it would have to be something else. It would have to it be would something else. Have yeah. to be. Yeah. Like fitness or travel. So going like back blog, to school, or getting something. Yeah. Degrees, like get just. I don't know what. What maybe that's an unhealthy trait, but that's like what I like, and I like to be that person as well. Okay. You know. Okay. If, if we didn't do stand up and it was just both of us working a nine to five and we were yeah. just like happy in that. That's yeah. That's for us. That's such a weird. Yeah, that's a world we can't even imagine. I can't even imagine it. But like, do you think if we met back when I was what I was twenty one? Was I twenty one? Um, you were twenty two. It was twenty fourteen. It was twenty fourteen. Summer twenty fourteen. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how old I was. You were twenty (laughs) two. Math. Oh. Uh, okay, let's this not do woman, this. You guys. I can't, I the can't. last episode we talked about how you, oh. you can't do math sometimes. I just can't remember. But anyways, 
I can't remember <laughs> math. But anyways, um, yeah. Do you think if we would have met then, like let's say happenstance, we like something met happened. in so on Tinder or something. Yeah. Do you think that we would have even ended up together? Let's not do that. Let's say if we started dating and we weren't doing stand up, do you think we would have like figured it out and like been ended up nine years later? Oh, that's married? such a like what a fun thought experiment. I don't know. Because I feel yeah. like comedy showed us that we both had a similar sense of comedy and like addressing the world with humor. Yeah. And I don't know how that. We have the same coping mechanisms. Yeah. And I don't know how that's communicated when you're not a stand up comedian and you're dating somebody. Yeah, me either. Like, remember when we, one of your friends was on Tinder or, or Bumble, I think. And we were like, let's be funny with this girl who says, like, the only hobby she listed was beekeeping. And so oh, we did all the buzz and bee yeah, pickup lines because we're yes. like, that's how I would translate my comedy. And after, like, seven jokes, she blocked him. I was like, see, people would have blocked me if they didn't know I was a stand-up comedian or didn't see that side of yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, so then that goes into... That's, but I mean, that like goes, that's a segment where people are like, what were some of the... But that, but that goes into... The pickup in, lines. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Bonus episode, deleted scene. <laughs> but also, um, what that goes into... So if you were a stand-up comedian... Yeah. And I wasn't, would I still be dating you? I don't know. I don't think so. No? I'm going to say... No. So, like, do you, you mean from the... From the jump? Yeah. Or, okay, from the jump. So if I was doing stand-up and you weren't? I don't think I would date you. Why is that? I think that if I was, like, really driven to go to medical school, like, if I had stayed on the trajectory that I was, I was pre-med everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my And God. I graduated with my degrees. How <laughs> cool. Um, And now I do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I was, like planning to go get my master's and become and go to medical school like if I was still on that plan okay and I was dating somebody who was like struggling through stand-up and was a teacher and then quit his job and blah 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 yeah. ugh, I don't think I would be able to ride through it do you think it would be that you wouldn't understand like the sacrifices that are needed to be made like yeah. time and money yeah I don't think I'd be able to respect the grind in that sense because in I think in my mind going to going through the school process or like working for the state and working your way up and doing all these things there's a very clear uh, track there's like a very clear timeline and track and like and benchmarks but in stand-up there's none of that yeah. so like you could be grinding it out for a year and made it or you could be grinding out for 20 years and it could yeah. have a huge payoff and the payoff is worth it but for someone who's not in it i don't think that i would be able to understand have sure it. i would go to your shows i'd support you i'd yeah. laugh blah 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 Right. Yeah. But if I was making money and you're like, oh, I need this amount of money to go to a festival that I'm not making any money at. And it's just for, for networking. I'd be like, you need to get a job. Yeah. Like when we talk to the comedians who are dating non-comedians, I'm like, yeah, I wonder if that's been an argument. Right. That's I don't know. So I don't I would say no, I wouldn't be with you. I think now if I quit comedy, I would be like, yeah, for sure. I'll yeah. stay because I understand. Yeah. Thinking from back then. What about you? I disagree with you. You think Drama. you would? I think you that would, if I was a stand-up comic. No, I was thinking if I was a stand-up and you weren't. Like, oh. In that situation, I would be fine with that as long as you had something you were doing. Like as long as you're still, like driven and doing something. Okay, I'm okay so, with that. So what if I was a stand-up comic, and you were not? You were full, yeah. not interested, not into the scene, like a completely normal. Because there have been times where it's it's sort of felt that way because I work the, you know, nine to five job mm -hmm. and there's times where I'm not getting booked. So it feels like I'm not a stand up comedian mm -hmm. and it does definitely make it more difficult because especially I think what it is, is watching somebody follow their dream if you're not able to follow yours. Like if I was stuck at a nine to five, not pursuing any major dream, mm -hmm. I think that would hurt me too much. To be yeah. with somebody who I could see that joy, that passion, that I don't doing think the everyone feels that way though. I mean, like I like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it's it's I think we're just different because think, yeah. because we like to pursue passion and like mm -hmm. we want to be happy in life. And like I 
I mean, I shouldn't have even said that because if like you're doing a normal job, you're probably very happy. You can be happy I mean, doing a normal job. It, it's, I am not. Yeah. I've done the nine to five. I've done I, all the normal jobs, but I am so unhappy and some people do it and they are. So I just think you and I like- We're different. Yeah. And we understand the struggles when pursuing passion. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we talk to friends who are pursuing what we think of as like a normal life, like yeah. nine to five. And they're happy because they're not finding that happiness in their career. They just oh know my it's, God, that's they know so it's a vehicle for what they're trying to do. That's so healthy. Like, it's like, oh, I work this job that I hate because it lets me support my kids. It lets me travel. It let me, lets me buy and build my dream house, my dream life. Like yeah. for some people, it's like one of my best friends. They love raising animals. God, now this really brings up the thing of like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Your dream is to make people happy and that's what makes you happy. So keep yeah, I found it. more, I find more value in life from, I find more value from like the experiences in life rather than like the things, things. I have to yeah. show for it. For sure. So like, yeah, we have a lot of friends who have bought homes and are making a ton of money and they're happy yeah. and we are so happy for them. Yeah. But could I be that person that's like, I just want to make enough money to like support my family and just work the nine to five and like build a dream home. And I'm like, no. I don't I just can't I don't think and because I didn't grow up with that in my life like my mom was a stay-at-home mom who basically it was like child support was her like wage and she just took care of us like I don't see the nine-to-five job and a big house as like the goal so I did grow up with that and you still don't think that's no okay so I don't know if it's a product of your environment because yeah. my mom was a very hard worker, Super, very ambitious. Yeah. I mean, my mom is a badass, right? Yeah. But she was a teacher, an administrator, and bought a house and yep. still lives in the same house that she bought all those years ago. Yeah. And like, she's living that like, buy a house, get married, yep. have a child life, and is retired now. I cannot do that. No. I cannot live that life. So I don't know. I just, it's just different for me. It's different. Would we still be together? I think you and I, yes. All right. So moving on to comedy related questions. Our first question comes from Tyler Cantu, another comedian. Yeah. Uh, he asks, how often do you guys talk comedy? We talk comedy quite a bit, I feel like. I think more than, yeah, more than personal stuff, probably. Oh, it makes me so mad. It's like literally a, a point of yeah, point of contention. You know like, what I just realized? I think that's why I want us to do therapy so much because then it's a carved out time where we have to talk about something else besides comedy. Yeah, like if we started yeah. talking about the comedy, the therapist would be like, "Excuse me, stop." Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? The last couple of times that we did couples therapy, I did crack some jokes and made the therapist laugh. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he yeah, he knew we were both stand up comedians, so he was ready for it. Yeah, but it's like yeah, they. Yeah, they would stop us and be like, hey, sometimes you need to talk about your love and your relationship, not just your passion for comedy. Yeah, so we probably, I say we talk about comedy like 75%, 76.23472% of the time. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, since you can't calculate seven times seven sometimes, I wonder how close. Seven times seven is 49. There we go. Thank you. That was a um, very, very precise. <laughs> No, it, it, she's right. <laughs> no, we do because I because um a time where we talk about comedy a lot is in the car yeah. when we are driving to a show. Um, that's like I feel like that's like an automatic. We're probably going to talk about stand up yeah. from to the show on the way back, whether it's a fifteen minute drive, ten minute drive, or a two to four hour drive. Yeah, we're probably talking about stand up most, most of, of the time, most of that drive. Yeah, and I think the reason why is because. In the car, I mean, we have a lot of time and I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's just so easy. Also, if we're going to a show, it's like we're going to be doing comedy. So we're like we're in, thinking about our sets. Yeah, we're 
spitballing ideas like hey would this be funny since we're going to this city and yeah. the city's known for this should i address this yeah and it's like you're where it's like a work trip to us yeah so we're like we might as well just talk and talking comedy is fun it's so fun and also i don't know if tyler meant this in the question mm-hmm. but like talking comedy to me also means like talking about the business talking about other comics talking about bookers talking about payment so like talking <laughs> well, you shit. Said that, yeah i was like no, we, talking we, shit Read between the lines, you're like, yeah, talking about bookers, bookers. talking about other yeah. comedians. It's like <laughs> we're little gossips, comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. We're talking about no, yeah, we absolutely are. We are, but in I, a healthy way, where it's like, we're oh, also, absolutely not healthy for me. I'm just out here talking shit. Sometimes it's shit. Sometimes it's like positivity. Like, damn, did you see whoever did yeah. this? They've been working their butt off for that. It. Is so true. Yeah, we do talk about a lot of comics who we're like very excited for, and like yeah, the comedians because we're in a good class of comedians right now, and just yeah. seeing like all of them on the rise is Ugh. so cool. It gives me hope. Me too. And it gives me hope because I see good people who yes. put in work and become good comedians yeah. and then they get a break and I'm like oh my god thank you universe for showing me that like you can put in the work be a good person and then have it pay off yeah you know and I, then you get excited for them you do because I think like especially early on there's way more envy and like anger when people find success and now like being around people that we know we're working with a lot and working like the same amount and seeing their success it's like Oh, we know what they've done to get this. Yeah. But it's when you are so like detached from all of that or you haven't put in the work yourself, you don't see like when it's like, oh, well, they just got lucky. Oh, they're just this. They're then just you get that. angry and bitter and yeah. uh, jaded. So quick. Yeah. But it's like once you're there and you see like sometimes the hard work doesn't pay off, but sometimes it does. And being a good person pays off more often than not. You know what I've realized too, uh, speaking of comedy, like talking about comedy, is that now Drew and I will be talking about important things or interesting things for comedy and we'll go, oh, write it down, write it down. We got to talk about it on the podcast. podcast. Literally, (laughs) we're we're driving over to the studio today and we're like, no, 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 stop talking. Stop, 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 stop. stop, stop. Don't get get into it. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we talk about comedy a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. What do we talk about besides comedy, I wonder? I mean, we still talk about like, oh yeah, wow. That's a, on the side, I'm like, what else? What do humans talk about? I know. What do we talk about? We talk um, about movies. We watch a lot of movies, TV shows. We talk, oh, we just got a new dog. We got a doggo. So we we talk about her. Talk about working out. We talk about going to Orange Goals, Theory. Yeah. Travel. We do talk about travel. We talk about our stresses. Yeah. We talk about date nights. I mean, we talk about like what other people would normally talk about, right? Yeah. Like how depressed we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. We're fine, I We're think. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, good. But yeah, no, we do talk about stand up a lot though. And I think I think, so. I think it's just nice. Like, uh, because we both are in it, so then we can both discuss it, and then the other person's interested. Yeah. And can we can, like, help each other through it. I think that's right? definitely a part of it, because it's like when, uh, I mean, especially for me, I'm such an introvert and, like, just strange thinker. Like, if I'm interested in what somebody's interested in, the conversation's so much better. But, like, if somebody's like, yeah, so the other day I went skiing. Sorry to skiers out there. I don't get it. But I I'm just don't like, want to be part of that and conversation. And they're using vocab I don't know. They're like, oh, and then it was fresh snow. I'm like, I don't know what this means. And yeah, it's hard like, if for I me start to... talking about the Real Housewives, you're like, all right, call a friend. <laughs> yeah, let's do an effect. Can <laughs> I phone a friend? As soon as you said Real Housewives, it was just like... Glazed, like, glazed over, over. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah but when we talk about stand-up it's something we both are interested in yeah. so we're engaged and i think and that's it, normal to be interested more interested in conversations about things you're interested in and it makes us better comics yeah yeah for sure so, yeah so yeah yeah tyler um <laughs> as far as it like do we sit there and write jokes together nonstop? No. no we're not maybe we should like I know that's like the benefit a lot of people assume we're like always punching each other's sets up and giving each other tags it's like we do mm. it shows we do it shows but it's like yeah that's off stage it. we're not really like having writing sessions and maybe we, we should, should but we're not we don't it just feels like too much it feels like too much is the perfect way to say it but when we're at shows we are all up in each other's grill when it comes to joke writing and tagging i feel like yeah i that and that's why i think that's why i think when we drive home especially it's like game on we are talking about comedy but we've also figured out in this relationship and doing comedy for so long and being together for so long that 
um, those car rides home, we have to figure out the vibe of the other person. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes Very we true. leave. Sometimes we leave a show, and it could be me or you. But one person yeah. is like, you know what? I don't want to. I, I just cannot talk about what happened yeah. right now. Yeah. And I just need a moment. And don't. Please don't. Yeah, I will let you know. Nice. Yep. Yeah. I will let you know when I can speak about the show, mm-hmm. whether it was good or bad. Sometimes I've had a good show and I'm just like, I just don't. There's nothing to report back on right now. And I don't want to talk about it. I've had bad shows where I'm like, I know. I know. I know what just happened up there. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a minute. And then we can maybe, you know, talk about the process and, you know, take in and take apart yeah. what happened and those conversations make us better comics i they think they do i agree but you need that debriefing afterwards yeah sometimes yeah you, you do need the debriefing but sometimes you also need a deep breath yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just need a deep breath yes you know yeah but i think we found the balance and so even if we're even if you're not in a relationship with a stand-up comic i think it's important if you're like carpooling with comedians or on the road with comics or in a green room with comedians to read the room and understand who wants to talk about comedy and who doesn't. Yeah, there's definitely, and I I remember when I was young into comedy, like especially working at a comedy club the first few years, like the headliners sometimes are just like, oh, I'm so tired. I've been traveling all day. I don't want to think about comedy. I just want to do my set and be normal. Yeah, be normal. I would be so eager to be like, oh my God, and tell me about, oh, you were on the Tonight Show. Tell me everything about it. And it's like, they don't want to talk about that. Yeah, they're so about to go on stage and talk about that stuff. Like, you gotta learn. You gotta learn the etiquette around other comics, just like yeah. we've learned the etiquette around each other talking comedy. It's like, do we talk comedy a lot? Yes. yes. Is it all the time? No. No, because you just can't. You have to be normal. Yeah. You know. And I think another thing is like, especially the few times I've had to produce shows, or if I'm hosting like a a showcase with a lot of comedians, it's like. I'm sorry I can't pay attention to you because I'm trying to figure out if the venue needs me for Mm. something. Like, as the host, is this person, yeah, is this person about to get off stage? Like, oh, I just heard an applause break in the middle of their set. Did they wrap (laughs) up or are they just that funny? That feeling of... The stress of being the host. a host. We'll have to get into that on another podcast, which I'm so excited to talk about. Me too. But the stress of... The hosting hosting could be its own episode. Yeah. Because it's like... Yeah, you're sitting in the green room, you hear an applause break, you're like, oh shit, do I have to go on stage? No, they just got an applause break. Yeah. It's a whole thing. You're like, you can't be 100% in the conversation if you're hosting a no, show. No, I never am. Even when the headliner's no. up and it's 10 minutes in, I'm like, who knows if something happened and they're running they're off done. stage, they're yeah. done, they got pissed off and they're done, or they are they have to pee and they're done. Like, it yeah. is, yeah, it's stressful. We'll get into it on Oh my God, episode. you just made me think of so many stories. We'll, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll do an entire it. hosting episode. We have to do an episode of you and I talking about hosting, yeah. but also do it with a few guests. I think because so. Because it's too, it's too good of a topic. And it's it's I, a I, different I, beast. Hosting is a different beast than stand-up. So different. And people don't know that. And you know? yeah, I want to see if it's the same perspective for everybody or if other people are completely different. They're like, oh, it's my favorite. It's like... I have never talked to a comic who loves hosting. Yeah, no. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) And if they do, they probably don't like stand up. (laughs) Okay. Our next question comes from Ray Dean, another local comic here in Sacramento, one of the good local up and comers. Uh, She asks, what's a joke you want your partner to bring out of retirement? This is a fun question. I think I really like it. It's interesting. So uh, you can go first. Okay. If you have one. I do have one. Okay. Okay. I, well, I don't remember if you used to tell it or if you told me you used to tell it or you were just thinking of writing it. Okay. But. Which is a a whole thing in in of itself. There's like jokes we like discuss and in then the never car say and never say on stage but it's like we keep coming back to it but it's just never so i can't remember in what context this okay. was said but i know that this is something okay i'm ready <laughs> you're like really geared up for this I'm so geared up for it yeah <laughs> okay um i think that you should bring the joke about your this is gonna sound so morbid out of context wow but the joke about your brother dying while watching the book, book of, of Eli. Eli. Yes. Okay, but let me explain okay. it because I I love this premise. Okay? okay. So Drew's brother unfortunately passed away yep. uh, many years ago. And Drew and his brother were watching the book of Eli. Yeah, we'd just be watching movies and stuff. He was in hospice. We knew he was going. So it was just we were watching TV together. And I was at right. his bedside. And yeah, the book yeah. of Eli was on. So the book of Eli was on as Kyle passed. Yes. And Drew and 
I, this is a very sad thing, but tragedy plus time equals comedy. That is yep. literally the formula for comedy. Yeah. This is a tragedy. But Drew has this amazing perspective on it where he's like, thank God we were watching a terrible movie. Yeah. My brother was so sweet of a guy <laughs> that he was he like, I don't want to ruin wanna, a good movie. I, he's like, I don't want to ruin Drew's favorite movie for getting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to ruin this terrible movie that no one wants to watch anyway. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going to go ahead and head out of yeah. this planet while we're watching Book of Eli yeah. so that Drew doesn't have to like struggle and not get triggered or yeah not get triggered and not have like this conflicting like moral dilemma of like do i still enjoy the movie but my brother died so it's like i think it's such a good bit it's so deep it's so dark and it's so like there's just so much there to pull out of that and your perspective coming out of that tragedy is very uplifting and very funny. Okay. I and I want that. it I want it to come back. I, it's so funny you say that cuz I last night at the show I was at I was thinking about that joke and really? like how do I build around it? How do I like obviously it's like a story. It's like what's the beginning? What do they need to know about me and Kyle, my brother, to get why this is funny? what's the story and then what's the takeaway at the end and it's like if i get all three pieces then it's a complete thing that people will be able to enjoy but if i if it when it's just bits and pieces it's like oh that's sad his brother died but if there's the whole setup of it's okay now you have to figure out a way to say the joke like you have to figure out a way to explain the joke that makes people feel okay laughing at it because Doing something about a dead brother is tough. So hard. Um, but if you find there is a way to do it. I mean, I mean, if, once you figure it out, it's going to yeah. be fantastic. It's going to be like the Patton Oswalt. Yes. Like wife Annihilation passing. special. Like it is so good. Like and 25 you, minutes yeah. just all about it. And it's like we listen to another great podcast. Let's talk about sets. Yeah. Oh, and such a good one. they go into it that it's like everybody knows his wife died. So it's like on their minds and he's has enough trust the people are there to see him so that's why but it's like versus me if i just show up at a bar show and you don't know who i am <laughs> yeah, and i'm just like weird. my brother died watching book of eli it's like what is going on but i think that's the thing is that you need to figure out how to earn their trust yeah in your set i mean because now we're doing sets that are typically 20 to yeah. 40 minutes i'm gonna try it so, at the show i'm doing tonight so obviously you're listening you won't get to see the show it won't be out in time but i'm doing I a show where i'm doing do a longer it. set and i, I yeah. i'm gonna try it tonight I, I think you should i think the crowds that have been there in the past have been very supportive and i think that it's one that's receptive to a story so i'm gonna try it tonight oh my god yes yeah. I'm so excited. It's like, because I'll do it for like a month and it just doesn't, I haven't found all the right notes and whatever on it. The right. Do you think part of the reason that you're not doing it as much is just, it's just too difficult to write? Is it too difficult to write because you're not figuring out how to make people feel safe? Yeah. That's honestly, that's the biggest issue. Or is it's it like, too difficult to talk about? No, it's not too difficult to talk about. I don't think. Okay. I think it's, yeah. Finding the way that the crowd feels like it's okay. Yeah, And I just haven't found the right recipe yet. And it's like, we've been talking more and more. It's like, build more. And then it also, it it has such a like great tie-in to my current closer where I can make my closer so much bigger. What's, if your, I'm close, able to nail. what's your closer now? Uh, my closer right now is the family that insulted oh, yeah, me when yeah, I was yeah. a waiter. And yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I want to end it with, it I never into... saw them again. Yeah. But the truth is, I saw them when... Like the last time my brother got to leave the house, we went to Walmart together to get some stuff. Yeah. And they were there. And I'm like, it's a whole thing. I just thing. think the whole thing with your brother is so true to who you are. And it's such an, an amazing story. And it's like kind of how you started stand up. And yep. it, your brother was such a good person. And I'm so sad I never got to meet him. But like, it's just so cool. And it, uh, not cool that he died. It's so cool that <laughs> wow, you know. It's so. <laughs> All done. Drew's all done. Drew's putting down his Take mic. Take the mic off. He is done. He's walking Let's stop out. Stop recording. <laughs> it's a Netflix documentary. No. <laughs> I mean, like it's so. I'm, I'm clipping. <laughs> no, I mean, like it's so cool that you've come out of that loss and you continue to be optimistic and joyful and working hard and like you take the experience of that loss and you've like come out on the other side like still a good person and not like dark and jaded well thank you in a, in a you know 
Yeah. You're a human. But We're like all human, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like you know what I mean? So I, I think that saying, yeah. that would be a good um story. I think it's interesting and I yeah. think that a lot of people would relate to it. And the people who don't, I think would open their eyes and be like, Oh, okay, you know, maybe I can handle things that come up or you yeah. know, whatever. Okay. So like all right, Thank what's you. mine? What's mine? All right. So I was it's really hard to think of this because like the jokes I thought of first are great jokes. But the problem is in comedy we evolve. Yeah. And I feel like both jokes I thought of are jokes that just don't fit into your set. Okay, the say right the say the two jokes and then maybe think of a different one that you would actually want me to bring out of retirement. Yeah, no. I just the two jokes. So uh joke number one was when you first started you had a joke about um homeless people, like women versus men being oh, homeless. Oh yeah. And like food and your whole bit was like basically like the sign for women what was it should just say tampons so yeah so i was i think it was some i think i just watched this clip like a month ago and i was literally year it was probably like the first few months i did stand up so this was literally nine years ago yeah but i think it had something to do with like uh if i was home i think homeless signs are very interesting but i think they should be more honest Mm-hmm. So for me, if I was home, and I don't know if this is PC anymore to even talk about it, but I said if I, I think, was because you're not insulting them. I'm not insulting. I just think the sign should be more honest. If I was homeless, I would have a sign that says tampons mm-hmm. because I can reach into a trash can and eat leftover food but i can't reach into a trash can and use to use tampon <laughs> and that's one word like even if you just stop i can't reach into a trash can i do and, stop i did stop the, yep, yeah so let the them clip fold I, in the, and it's so funny yeah so in the clip it, what i would do on stage is i would go but i i if i could reach into a trash can and eat leftover food but i can't reach into a trash can and I would pretend to reach into a trash can and then yep. I would pause and let the audience finish this finish the sentence. Yeah. And they would laugh. And then I would say, and if I was a guy, <laughs> I would, <laughs> if I was a guy, I would be more honest with my sign. And instead of say, having it say like food, money for food, it would say, hey, babe, I'm so sorry. You looked really good in that dress. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that you look fat. And honestly, I love all of your friends and your hair looks great. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you got a haircut. <laughs> and you know what? I will buy you that diamond ne- necklace and I will take you on that vacation and you deserve more. Can I please come back in the house? That's funny. <laughs> So like that joke is funny. It's but it was like yeah, it was just one where like now you're being honest with like your your life story. You're not really diving in as much on like these strange hypotheticals that aren't tied into any reality. Like right. So that's why it's hard. And then the other joke, although I I see some ways it could be woven into your set, but you had a joke about your mom telling you that your your downstairs area your private parts were uh top shelf <laughs> I love quality how you can't say it i, I can't oh I can't. my god okay what, what is i am it? literally jack mcbrayer from Jesus. um you were a 32 year old adult man it's, okay i just save vagina <laughs> Vagi- <I> wow <laughs> that was that felt like a trap oh felt god. like a trap uh, <laughs> i feel like yeah you had the joke that your mom raised you saying your you know what is top shelf quality (laughs) and then you would respond what if it's top shelf quality but it's on sale but it's on sale yeah and then you do some tags like that i thought it was i still do that one every once in a while every once in a while it feels like one of those jokes when it's like a crowd that lets you just say jokes that maybe aren't connected to the main thesis of your set right like now i think both of us are starting to build like a a set that is like three points about our personality and here are the jokes that exemplify those ideas yeah yeah and it's hard like i think that could almost be woven in you're doing a bit now about how like when you were a kid they raised you like your girls your stuff is top yeah, shelf you know quality. what you gotta I, protect it i've used some of those tags yeah in a new joke yeah and that's the beauty of so, comedy is like you yeah. You tear jokes apart and add them into and sew them in somewhere else, like Frankenstein. Yeah, like yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah. Is there a joke though that you're like you should bring this out of retirement? This is a good prompt, like jo- like something I maybe started and never finished, like your joke that I said for you. You that's can't think pause. of one. I can't think of one. Yeah, that's where we pause. pause. Yeah, that's an awkward pause. Because I honestly, well, I I can't think of any for myself. It's like because so, you. Try bits, but like your thing is like it's almost feast or famine with you. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm very like yeah. I can 
get a, a B, B plus out of almost anything I start to finesse and work through versus you, you get A pluses or it just never co- or becomes cohesive. Yeah. yeah. And you desert it. So it's like your, your jokes that you have in your set are all A plus mine. Maybe I have a, a more broad variety of jokes, but they're B plus. Pocketed punchlines. All right, let's do it. Let's do pocketed punchlines. All right, let's find some pocketed punchlines. Okay, so pocketed punchlines, if you this is the first time you're ever listening, first off, get on it. Why haven't yeah. you been listening to our we have podcast? We've referenced so many things from past episodes that yeah. you're like, what? 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 <laughs> uh, pocketed punchlines just is about uh, comics. We write for years and years and years, and, or just months. We put jokes in our notebooks, in our notes, in our phone, and then they just disappear and we just forget about them and we abandon them. So we're going to do pocketed punchlines um, and deep dig deep in our pockets and find something and uh, have some fun and read it. See yeah. if you can finish it or just what your thought process was. So go. you want to go first? I have one. Yeah, I found one. So, oh. yeah, you can keep looking. Um, I found one. Yeah, mine, because in comedy the way to separate yourself from like most people starting out is have a strong opinion on something. Okay. Like the audience is going to emote with you and go with you on that. And it could be unique. So like everybody has an online dating joke, Yes. but like not everybody has a strong opinion about the color of the walls at a hospital. Like, People have weird views. So like, okay. I don't know. I'm Where just is using... this going? So for me, I have a very, I don't, I don't want to say it's controversial unless that gets us more listeners. More Say it's controversial. Followers. This is a controversial, controversial opinion. <laughs> I love oh. the DMV. Oh. I know like every butt of every joke is like the DMV sucks. They're slow. Blah, 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 blah. I freaking love the DMV. Like I hate making an appointment and having a set time to go there because I love the DMV because organized lines, you show up, they have you funneled through perfectly. They give you a number and it's like certain areas you go to, like it's all very organized, thought out, maybe slow. Who cares? I'm just happy that it's organized. And somebody's like, you go here, you go here. Like, Oh, you're waiting to get your picture taken. Go here. You're waiting to renew your license. Go here. Organization. I love the organization so much. Um, this is the part that I think is like the funniest part is um, you're a hero for going to the DMV and doing nothing. Like if what I do you? like if I told you right now, like, oh, yeah, yesterday I just sat around doing nothing for four hours. You'd be like, oh, you're like lazy. Yeah. What'd you do? Or but, I'd be like, are you OK? Yeah. Are you OK? Yeah. But if I'm like, I went to the DMV yesterday and you're like, oh, my God, like you had to wait so long. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's like I'm doing nothing. Would you go to the DMV for four hours and do nothing? I mean, I bring music. I bring a book. Like, yeah, it's like. But same thing. Like You would do self-care at the DMV. Self-care at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> like you earn everybody's sympathy. So maybe not a hero, but like nobody's like, you're lazy. It's like, oh, you had to go and yeah. sit for oh, four yeah. hours. No, it's okay. You missed the deadline. Yeah. It's okay. It's like. We understand. Nobody judges you. And then the last part of it was just like, it reminds me of my childhood because. Oh, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. I used to, my mom, I was raised on food stamps before it was the EBT card. So we would wait in line at the social security office or whatever it was. I don't know. I was six. Like, I don't know. You're like, just get me that candy, mom. Yeah. And so we would wait in line for hours. And it's like, okay, this is just how things work. Like, um, So lines are nostalgic. Lines are nostalgic. Sitting there doing nothing and trying to find ways to like self-soothe. Like my mom, like we didn't have video games. We didn't have Game Boys. Like we weren't those kids who like, here's your tablet. Just shut up. It was like. Just find a way to shut the hell up. I mean, those, yeah, those things didn't exist. Yeah. I mean, they started to towards the end, but. Tablets? I mean, more like Game Boys and oh, like yeah, portable yeah, yeah. Sega and yeah. all those things. Like there yeah. were kids who had those at the DMV and like at the food stamps, but like not me. So it was like a way for me to learn. Wait, to just... kids at waiting in line or not kids, but families waiting in line for food stamps could afford to have Game Boys? Some. Interesting. I'm thinking more like the DMV on that one because like the okay. food stamps was like only until I was like seven or eight when my mom married somebody who had enough money that we stopped mm. getting food stamps. Okay. Um, but the DMV, I mean, she drove pieces of junk. So we were always <laughs> getting it smogged or like taking yeah. care of other things. So it's like, yeah, I remember a lot of kids with like stuff to do. And me, it was just like a book or just sitting with my thoughts. 
Ew. And like that's fun for me. So yeah, my controversial opinions, the DMV, and I need to work on it because it's not a good joke yet. But right. I want it to be good. I really do because it would it could be fun that like everybody always shits on the DMV. I think it's a good idea. You should definitely try it. And I think like Shane Torres did his whole thing about Guy Fieri being cool, and yeah. like it would it was the reason that he blew up and mm-hmm. got well-known, got his late well, night set. Like, like, like that episode of uh, Let's Talk About Sets, that other podcast that yeah. breaks down the art and writing of comedy, which yeah. I don't think they do anymore. I think they're done. No, yeah. I haven't but, seen which is episode. too bad because it's a great podcast, but they still have all their episodes up, so go listen to it. Yeah. But they talk about essay form writing, and I feel like that would be a really good one to like essay form write. Like For make sure. your thesis, argue it, argue against it, and disprove the argument against it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. And because and it's a it's something that is very relatable and like everyone understands like everyone and knows it's the authentic DMV. to yeah. me and everybody's experienced yeah. it and they're like oh I guess that is a good way to look at it like yeah nobody's and judging like, me this poor boy why is why is he so sad DMV? he loves being bored because that yeah. was his childhood it actually that explains like a lot about you I feel like that's what, that's why I think it's perfect for a podcast like it's not as punched up yet but like people listening are like oh that. Explains me. a lot about who you are. See, the, these are the jokes that I like when you write. When you write about like your brother and like the DMV and all growing these, up poor, growing up poor, like but just but it it describes like who you are as yeah. Drew. So you're not just some straight white man on stage with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, How about okay. you? What's yours? Let's hear okay. yours. Um, this was written March thirty first, twenty sixteen, at seven fifteen p.m. Okay. I love how I have these time stamped. Yeah. <laughs> this is all it says. I'm just going to read what it says. Okay. <laughs> Netflix style sex. $8 a month. Unlimited sex. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Do That's you, all I wrote. <laughs> do you know if this was like a for prostitutes? Like a prostitute named Netflix or <laughs> like what's... <laughs> What's this model? $8 as well? That doesn't sound... That's how much Netflix used to be. $8 a month. I know. Not, <laughs> not <laughs> questioning. <laughs> that doesn't seem like how much Netflix charge. Sex. In 2016, Netflix was $8. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you guys hear this? I just want my face. <laughs> this reaction. I'm like, um, yeah, $8. She's like, yeah, that's how much Netflix is. Yeah. That's not what I was questioning so I think, <laughs> like that's so i think the point of the uh i think the point of it was that to make like the i don't even know i think okay let me just say my thoughts aurora say your thoughts okay so i think what the point of it was that i was trying to say there should be a netflix style sex program so like okay. we should modernize prostitution Okay. And the oldest profession the needs oldest, a little yeah, revamp. Yeah, of course. like sex workers. Okay. Right. Yes. Need a revamp, and I think we should modernize it. Okay. And we should make it like a um like you you pay to to get Pornhub and all you like pay to have you know uh, what's it called OnlyFans. You pay to be a member, right? Okay. Instead, well, in, in addition to for sex workers, there could be an app that you pay a subscription to. <laughs> Oh my god! And then you get based on your subscription. Well, I guess Netflix is open to all, right? Yeah. So maybe like a Hulu. Maybe now it'd be more Hulu, <laughs> right? And you pay, and the more you pay, you get different perks of sex workers. Okay. And then obviously eight dollars a month is getting a it's little low t- tier, it's low lowest tier, low tier. That's a one tier. user plan. I mean, this was written in 2016, right? So that yeah. was how many years ago? Seven. Eight, seven years ago. Seven years ago. <laughs> We're just going to... Okay, okay. We'll do a whole thing on Aurora's math. Okay, yep. so seven years ago, right? $8. So now yeah. it'd be... How much is Netflix now? Oof, like almost 20. Almost 20. I think and like how much is Hulu? Like 10, I think. I don't know. We have like the full package, Disney Plus, Hulu package, whatever. And I think oh, it's, it's like, all together. Yeah, I think it's like Which I still don't get... I, we still don't get like the best Hulu, but yeah. No. Um, so yeah, you would pay the yeah, subscription. Yeah, we're, we're doing price. okay. We're not we're not Hulu Plus with <laughs> no, the no, no. live but, TV. So yeah. for this, you would have. But I'm trying to think of what the app would be called. It would be called um, Sex Trade. That's wrong. That's no. That's the whole. That's thing. not. That's a bad thing. Okay, so this would be Sex Flicks. Sex Flicks. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, or 
or who Hulu in the Poochu or something, you know? So Poonlu. Pornlu. Uh anyways, sex flicks is great. <laughs> Let's go with sex flicks and not what I said. Um but yeah, so you so you would pay a subscription and then you would go, I don't know why I thought this would be a joke. This just is a business pitch at this point. Yeah, this isn't that's why you stopped doing it and yeah. never went. Oh no, I never did it. I never You're said like, it on stage. If I say this on stage, they are going to steal this idea and actually do it. Well, now it's on a <laughs> way to drop the mic in your face. I love that. Drop the mic. Um, drop the mic drop. But yeah, that was my that was my pocketed punchline, and um, it's so bad. And I, I never just... said it on stage, and I probably never will. Yeah, that's why I'm like the DMV. Not yet. No, never. The DMV one's good. Okay. This Netflix thing is just cheesy. Like you said, we've evolved and we've I've evolved. evolved and I don't yeah. really do jokes like that. It's one where like when you first said it, I was also confused because you're like Netflix sex. I was like, like short and it cuts to the next scene. What do you mean? Like PG-13 movies. It's always like, that's why I grew up that way. Like, I'm going to justify it. When I thought sex was like a couple seconds of making out and then it's the next morning. Wait, that's what I'm sorry. What I thought that's sex, what you thought sex, sex was. was. Yeah, because when you watch PG thirteen movies, it's like. So what did you think sex was? You thought it was just making out, and then you wake up. Yeah. So what did you much. think happened in between? You thought you would make out, and then you blacked out, and then woke up. I in just the thought morning? it was like done so quick that like I thought it was just like the. Oh, sometimes that's you why see you're the so quick in bed. That's why I'm so quick in bed. Ah. You got it. <laughs> it's unfair. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's hilarious. That is. That's very sad that that's, you thought that sad. as a child. And I, I will know. never bring this Netflix thing to stage. And if anyone does want to um, invest in this take, idea, take please idea, contact yeah. me. Yeah. She'll take, yeah, she wants the business opportunity, but not the joke. So. I'm a hustler, babe. Uh, so this was pretty fun. This was cool. Like answering the questions that have been popping up in our DMs. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, that we, sounds cool. One of our lights just died. Okay. We still look good. That still looks great. Yeah. Whatever. Still looks great. All right. So yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we had too much fun with this episode. We went a little long, which is perfect. You guys got more to enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we loved doing this audience question grab bag whatever you want to call it yeah we'll we'll do we'll do more because we have a lot of a lot of unanswered questions so many i hope that we're answering them okay i hope that you guys are i hope that's the other direction you guys were hoping we'd go or maybe even if not not, if not let us know yeah Yeah. but if you have questions i know tiktok will let us know oh tiktok always lets us know tiktok will let us know yeah if you have questions please send them in whether it's instagram tiktok youtube wherever hit us up dm dm pm i'll hit us up yeah and we'll keep answering we'll do more episodes like this because yeah some like we said these questions some of them don't fit in with a certain topic so yeah. it's like this is sort of the random let's talk but about we them. will ask some we'll ask some guests these questions oh too, for, sure. Are good. for sure so thank you guys so much for listening today please subscribe share follow comment and thumbs up this episode and if you can rate this podcast um, or episode on any platform that you can rate it on because it helps us out so much please follow us at the love and comedy podcast one more time it's the love and comedy podcast we're on tiktok and instagram right now um so we'll post clips and also updates on episodes and themes and topics and like drew said we'll post on our story questions and we want to hear from you guys um also follow us my name is aurora singh and you can follow me on all the socials at aurora singh comedy and i'm drew schaefer uh s-h-a-f-e-r and you can find me on everything at drew schaefer comedy all right that's it that's it thanks so much for listening everybody Bye. bye bye